Hello and welcome to the LXP Podcast, episode 10, taped November 24th, 2014. The League of Extra Nerdy Parents exists because we have to. There's just too many nerdy moms and dads out there that can't seem to get out of their own way. We can tell you the difference between an RPG, a PSP, an FPS, and an LARP, and that's no BS. I'm your host, G-Man, and with me as always are the other members of the League. Hey, I'm Hoff. This is Fonz. J.E. Tonight we are joined by a special guest, our biggest fan and newest member of the League. Chris, hello everybody. Tonight we'll be talking about upcoming movies and theaters and DVD. <laughs> Are we supposed to applaud him? Yeah. Okay. All right. We are going into this. Yeah, one. live from know. Mirage Design Studios in beautiful downtown Johnson, Rhode Island. There are only sponsor. Um, <laughs> tonight we'll talk about upcoming movies and theaters and DVD. We'll explore how to survive a winter vacation with your kids because one of our members just got back from a great one. Share family time and grown-up time. We hear from fangirl Emily. Finally, once again, welcome back, Emily. And at the end of this show, we will review the 1986 classic film Flight of the Navigator. We're going to start by talking about uh, – we're going to belay most of the news this week. There's lots of it, but uh, – Last time we talked about the news, we talked way too much about uh, things that were not kid-related, and uh, we didn't like it. So we're going we're gonna to skip the news because we have a lot of family time stuff, I think, to talk about, particularly Fonz. We'll be talking about something really cool, um, but I'm going to let him tell it. But uh, just to go over really quick, upcoming movie releases for you and your kids in the theaters, uh, December 17th, Hobbit, Battle of the Five Armies, Fonz's Ooh. favorite all-time franchise. You put in a, a money, like a cash register. This time with more armies. Twenty-five <laughs> <laughs> percent more armies. <laughs> cash cow three. <laughs> the gold that you see in Smog's cave <laughs> is what we made in the last. <laughs> uh, Annie, the remake, uh, December nineteenth. What? Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. With uh, it's a uh, an African American cast, so I think it could be cool. Um, Cameron Diaz is that Cameron Diaz is playing the evil uh, Miss oh. whatever her name was, <laughs> the woman the woman that wrote the she ran the thingy. I can't remember her name. No. But, don't uh, be uh, again, Flanagan. I don't know. What is the orphanage? Not she ran the, the biggest orphanage. Danny fan. <laughs> Something <laughs> again. That, that play. Could be a remake tomorrow. You got something, John? Nope. Jay? Nope. <laughs> He's too tired. Uh, but they've changed the name of Daddy Warbucks to Benjamin Stacks, and it's played by what's his name? Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is oh, playing is playing the Warbucks character, but his name is Benjamin Stacks to make him more twenty first century. So I guess whatever. I think it's going to do well. It looks it looks fine. Annie's Annie, right? Ah, I like that. Yeah. Night at the Museum, Secret of the Tomb, Can't December nineteenth. That. Yeah, that's, that's going to be great. That's so that's bit. officially Robin Williams' last movie, right? Uh, I don't know if it's no, his last one, no. but one more. It's um, one of his last. Oh boy. Oh shoot. I don't. I, Trivia thing. There was there was a movie called The Angriest Man in Brooklyn that came that's out. That's the one. Yeah, I saw that on video. It was pretty good. Kind of sad, but um, I don't know if this is or his last it? movie. We have to. I could be wrong. We'll have to go to the IMDb list on that one. And then Into the Woods, Christmas Day, which is the musical mishmash mashup of all oh, the different Jay grim fairy tales. That. Oh yeah, no, I don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> this is for the don't go see that Maleficent you know. crowd. What if your kid wants to see it? Your daughter matter. wants to see it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You're not going. He's the one Forget it. Um, DVD releases December 1st, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Not really that kitty, but I thought it was an awesome movie, so I put it on the list. But, you know, this little movie that came out in the summer, it wasn't really that big a deal. Kind of came and went. Called Guardians of the Galaxy is releasing yeah. on DVD on December 8th. And 
Yeah, we I think we we liked it, right? I don't remember. I have to well, go back. Silly with the rock. We, everyone liked it. Right? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we liked it. I think I don't know. We did a whole episode dedicated just to that. I swear I've seen a lot of stuff in my life, but that was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I'm psyched for that on Blu-ray. Definitely. I'm just like, I'll, I'm going to take the day off and be the one guy camping outside the Target. <laughs> what are you <laughs> doing here? Copies, Every, everyone else is just ordering it from their TV yeah. when they wake up. You can get it now on demand. You don't have to wait if you want to get it digitally, but I, I got to have the DVD. Yeah, I no, want I all the extras. I want, I want the, the DVD, commentary. The, the Blu-ray, because I mm. want to play it for the kids in the car and stuff. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, DVD, Blu-ray, 3D combo. Yeah, that's Even though you don't have 3D TV, you can yeah. have the disc. Yeah. Uh, laser disc. Yeah, the big laser disc. <laughs> Dolphin Tale 2, December 8th, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles releases on video uh, DVD, Blu-ray, December 15th, and The Maze Runner. Uh, December fifteenth as well, a movie early, that I missed it? in the theater, but uh, yeah, it's, yeah, that's like, it out came out Christmas, way before the Maze Runner, and they're coming out, and the, the DVDs are coming out in the same day. Yeah, oh, weren't they own. over a month apart or something? When they yeah, but Maze Runner didn't make Ninja Turtles money, so oh. they're pushing it for Christmas probably to get it people to buy it for their kids' stocking stuffies. Um, any comments about any of those films? What you've seen? What you intend to see? Of the DVD ones? Anything? Anything? Movie releases or DVD releases? I want to see Maze Runner. I, I I missed it in the movie theater. It looks really great. I don't know. Just I, I like the premise. I'm. <laughs> I know you hate this, but I'm gonna go probably see The Hobbit. Yeah, because, I'll go too. Anyway. I took my son to the last one, and, and we had a nice nice time with it. Yeah. So I go yeah. and make lots of noise. Scoff yeah. at the movie. <laughs> now I've been talking about having a Hobbit party. Someone had a great idea, and it was to do a, a Hobbit brunch. And oh, then yeah, go see the go. movie. Oh, oh perfect. yeah. Right? Right. Maybe we, maybe we can maybe. Yeah, let's, well, Chris let's and I have a little uh, tradition. We saw the first two in, what is it? What is it? High Super Def? What was it? Yeah, the High uh, Super Def at IMAX. No, we didn't see it at IMAX. We the saw it. I think uh, we did. The, four, the, the super high the frame rate. One. The second one we, we saw in IMAX. No, I haven't seen no? a movie in IMAX in, in ages. I thought we went to, well, No, we anyway. went to Providence. Oh, yeah, we went to Providence Place Mall, which has the big theaters. That's the same theater that the IMAX is in. But, um, yeah, they had the super high def, which the high frame I got rate. used high frame to. Rate. Right, the high frame rate, which I got used to. Your very first comment was, it looks like a home movie. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> but I get used to it once your eyes adjust to the, the frames not jumping when they pan across. It's just so super smooth, and it... It takes a while to get used to it, but once you do get used to it, I, I tend to like it. Yeah, it's in, we saw it in 3D. It's hyper real. We just saw the first two that way, so I figured we'd, we'd probably end up so seeing the third that way. I haven't experienced this. What, what is it's, they, the... they did it in high frame rate, which is twice the frame rate of the average film, so it actually looks like a home video. It's like that level yeah. of quality. I think it's 48 frames per second versus 24 frames per second. Something like that. I, we could be wrong, but that, I don't know. I'd have to see it. I mean, it's, I get the concept. I can't explain how different it looks. You just it, have yeah. to go and see it that way. Okay. He's, he, when the first one came out, he said, let's go see it in high frame rate. I'm like, all right. So then we went back and saw the second one that way, and I figured we'd just go see the third one that way. But we can totally work it around the brunch. <laughs> I'm totally down for brunch. As long as it's not 3D, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do that. I think it's both, though. But with the high frame rate, the 3D is actually not so bad. Really? Yeah. It, actually, it does complement It's clearer, and it doesn't make you get a super headache. Um, yeah. Anything else there? Any, anybody asking? Any kids asking for any of these for Christmas? Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Guardians or Ninja of the Turtles? Galaxy, yeah, my sons are both asking. For oh, that. definitely, uh, yeah, yeah, we're definitely getting that. It's that's a no-brainer. Anybody see the um, how it should have ended? Guardians of the Galaxy, that <laughs> no, was no, the no. H I S H E. They were at New York Comic Con. Remember, we met the guy yep, behind yep. that. 
Well, they did. They have this whole thing at the. You know, have you ever seen those? How I should how should have oh, yeah, videos. Sure. The end. They always have them sitting in a in a in a uh, booth with other superheroes. <laughs> so they're there with Superman too. and Batman, and Batman gets into a fight with Groot, and Groot's like a little baby plant in the thing, and he's going, "I am Groot," and he goes, "I'm Batman." I am Groot. <laughs> I'm Batman. They go back and forth like twelve times. My son and I watched that, and he kept saying. I kept going, I am Groot. And he'd go, I bet, man. We did that for another hour and a half. Daddy, again, again. Check it out. It's funny. Um, okay, cool. So without any further ado, we'll move on to family time. So we're going to spend a little more time on family time. Um, so let's go around. What I'm going to – do you want to go first or do you want to go last? Because you have the most to say. I yeah, think, I went this to one. Disney this past week. All right, but, you'll um, go no, first. Go no, last. go first. You, the cat is officially out of the bag. Now. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's out of the bag. It's skittering around in the room. Now you've got to uh, talk about it. Disney's not all that great. Actually. No, it was excellent. What? We had a great time. <laughs> we had a great time. We went with my, uh, my parents and my sister and her family. And we had a great time. Um, all the rides are fantastic. We got to check out the new Fantasyland, uh, which was uh, excellent. We got a uh, ride on the, uh, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Where's Fantasyland? Is it near Magic Kingdom? It's in Magic Kingdom. It's in oh, the, really? Yeah, it's like back where, uh, what's over there? It's like Peter Pan, and it's a small okay. world, and all that is back. But oh, I didn't get rid of that yet? No, that's, that's a classic. In fact, I, I had my iPhone 6, and I filmed it. In uh, in fast motion, I guess it was. So I filmed the entire thing nice. in fast motion. I'll show you guys later, or I can post it up if you guys want to see it. But it's pretty hey, funny. Nope, it's so <laughs> slow. Yeah, that's there's no sound, so you, that gets stuck in your head. Yeah, that nobody wants to watch your is. stupid home movies, okay? <laughs> Even if they are on an iPhone six and they're uh, in super high frame rate. Nice. It's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, Chris will like it. Nice. High frame the haunted house. <laughs> so we went on all those, but uh, the new the new. Uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train was really cool. The animatronics were, they used kind of a mixture of the animatronics they use on the other rides and some of the um, like kind of video. They, they, uh, they projected video onto the animatronics, so it looked really realistic. Their eyes were blinking and they were talking. It was really cool. Um, three really fun things that we learned in Disney and, and got to do. One was we got a little addicted to pin trading. I don't know if anyone's heard of pin trading. No idea. Um, Disney puts out these little pins that uh, they sell at every kiosk and every park and every ride. And they're, uh, what you do is you get a lanyard, you buy the pins, and then the cast members, the employees, have to trade with you. So you go up, and if you see a pin that you like, like say you have, you have a Mickey Mouse pin, you want to trade it for an Everest pin, and one of the cast members has it, then you just trade it and you make a collection that way. It's really, it was really fun. The other thing we did was um, uh, what we had done before was the Phineas and Ferb World Showcase at uh, at Epcot. And what this is is, uh, you know, notoriously that the Epcot is kind of dull for kids. Oh yeah, because they have the the different lands. So as you would, uh, what you do is when you walk into the park, there's people dressed in trench coats, and they they work with Perry, and oh, they give cool. you a phone. And as you walk through, you press start, and on comes um, Major Monogram, mm-hmm. and he gives you he gives you clues on where to go. Nice. So you go inside the park, and you, we actually did the Mexican Pavilion. So you, you go there, and it says point uh, find this location, point it at something up in the balcony, and press start, and it activates something. It comes right out oh, like a robot cool. comes right out of the the display, and it goes along with the story. 
So you, you uh, solve that part of it. Then you go to a display that's pre-existing that you've walked by a thousand times. <laughs> press start, and it darkens. And in the background comes another clue, like Whoa. fades in from the background. It's really neat. Uh, and that's what we cool. found out is they're doing this at all the parks. They do it at Magic Kingdom as well. And it's called um, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. And it has uh, Hades from Hercules. And he is, his ploy is he's taking over the Magic Kingdom. And uh, the Disney villains are helping him out. So they give you a pack of cards that are your spell cards. And you walk over to displays that you walk by all the time. We had gone one day and walked by all these displays that we didn't know were part of the oh, scavenger hunt. Cool. And you hold your card up. It's a key card. And it activates a movie that, that comes in through a fireplace or comes in through so cool. an image. And then it's, we had to battle Scar. So Scar comes up from Lion King. Oh, Lion King, yeah, okay. So the point is that Hades is, is getting everybody, all the villains, to help him take over the Magic Kingdom. And you have to cast spells to defeat Scar. And by holding up the cards to the, to the screen, it defeated Scar. And it gets harder and harder. If we had gone back, we, went to, we would go to level two. And I think you fight um, the bad guy from uh, Princess and the Frog. You fight all these. So they tie in all these different uh, movies and characters. And it just keeps you going. And one thing we learned was there's just no break. You, you could do oh, a million things. You can go to dinner. You can, go to, you can do these scavenger hunts. You can, of course, go on the rides. You can walk around. They had fireworks every night in every park. It was, it was crazy. We had a... Fantastic time, but if you guys, if anyone ends up going there, try those three things: pin trading, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, and Phineas and Ferb World Showcase. Really great stuff to do with the family. That's cool. The There's kids no loved lines, it. Nothing. Just, no. just walk around at your leisure. So if, if you want to stop doing one of the things and ride three rides and then come back to it, you can do it whenever you want. That's cool. Yeah. So it keeps you going. Nice. But that was my Disney trip, and uh, it was a little cold down there, but didn't matter. So, uh, did you get any, any swim time in, any pool time? We did. We went to Typhoon. No, we went to, uh, not Typhoon Lagoon, um, Blizzard, Blizzard Beach. Beach. Yeah. Typhoon Lagoon is closed, but Blizzard Beach oh, was... Permanently in, or just... No, for refurbishment, oh, okay. I think. Something. They're changing the rides around. Refurbishment. Something like that. Refurbishment. And it was, uh, it, was, it was great. It was a little cool, but didn't matter. We were in Disney. We went on the giant water slides and Sweet. all that fun. Oh, I love Disney. Yeah, I know. Three I years. Know. We're planning our trip. Three years. Mm-hmm. We're Logan's six. Couple of years cool. Yeah. For so us. We're uh, saving up. So, yeah, same here. Where we want to stay is like one of the most expensive hotels in the park. I could care less where I stay. Oh, it's I nice. could care a lot where yeah, I stay. Yeah. I love staying it's a place in the park. To sleep. I just want to go to the park. Oh, but I, that's I really the thing. If you stay in the park, you get more than just a place no, I'll to stay sleep. in the park. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just don't care if I'm at All Star Resorts or. or oh. I always, every I time I've ever been, I've stayed at the Polynesian and I want to take my son and I want to stay cool. there. I, mean, I agree. Spend the extra money, stay at those main hotels. We stayed at Wilderness Lodge and it was, um, it's pretty amazing mm-hmm. it's, to be that close. And you could look up right out your window and see the Magic Kingdom fireworks. I know, but. Hear the music. <laughs> it's, if you're going. Yeah, I, like you I, go I, once I, every three years. If I don't splurge the hotel, I go sooner. That's, that's the way I'm Oh, going. I see uh, what you're saying. Uh, okay. Yeah. I got you. You can go more often and sooner if you don't yeah, spend as much on a hotel. Yeah, that's my mentality. I just want to well, this podcast is going to make all of us very wealthy. 
And we'll be yes. able to go whenever yes. we want. Disney, if you're listening, we'll do all Disney movies. <laughs> yeah, we get Disney as a sponsor. We can go for free. Yeah. yeah. We should we'll we could do a that. live podcast right from okay. Okay. Who's, who's the CEO of Disney, Disney right now? Can we can we call him? Can we get him on the phone? Maybe? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll work on that right now. Get go on ahead. That. You're on that. Okay. Uh, all right. Thanks, Fonz. Um, Jay, what'd you do with the kids this week? Yeah, well, um, we haven't we haven't done much. We just purchased a house, so we've been doing a lot of looking around stuff, which is so, super boring, so I won't bore you with that. Uh, some of the things I will talk about, though, um, Kendall has really gotten into writing lately. Um, she had an assignment at school where she had to write a novel, and I guess they're doing this neat thing. A novel? A no- well, yeah, I mean, a little bit. <laughs> wow. 600 pages right? minimum. Yeah. <laughs> No, but if she, if she um, hits a certain word count, then um, she can upload it to this website, and they'll send her four or five copies that she can actually hand out. Oh, like they'll cool. actually print it out as a book, so that she can hand it out to her friends or family or whatever. So she's super pumped about that, which is really neat. I mean, she's writing on the weekends and stuff. That's pretty cool. Um, so I'm trying to encourage that as much as possible, which is a lot of fun. Um, and I took Hunter to an arcade. Which was pretty awesome. Um, went to a place called Fantasyland near us, uh, oh, yeah. or in East Providence. Um, it was really cool. Um, the thing about him, though, whenever we go to the arcade, is he doesn't want to play games. He just wants to earn tickets because <laughs> he wants the prizes. So it's just like a mad scramble to run around <laughs> throwing quarters and things, trying to find the things with the most tickets. He really doesn't care about the games at all. It's kind of funny. I think that's the um, thing with every every kid's like that now. It just uh, I think he's obsessed yeah. with the tickets and the, the stupid claw. Yeah, the clock. The clock. The clock. The clock. The clock. I'm like, it's a rip off. Don't touch it. Claw. Sorry. Yeah. Cool. So um, that's about it. We and uh, we've been watching Star Wars Rebels and loving it. Oh, mm. it's such a good show. A Very good. Yeah, but things have been really busy. So so I'm I've I've had a boring couple weeks. I probably I don't have much to talk about. <clears throat> It'll calm down after we settle in. Well, you you have a lot to do. I mean, how is the new move going? How's it? How's it? It's going great. Um, we're we're moving all the big stuff on Sunday, so next week we'll be living in a new house, which is really cool. But uh, everyone's really pumped about it. It's pretty cool. Your daughter's not concerned or worried about the new school or anything. No. So we planned it so that she'd be going to middle school and switching over. So she was already planning on going to a new school, and we've been telling her from the get go that we were going to move around there, around that time. So uh, she's totally fine with it. And then my son will be switching in kindergarten, which I did, and it was fine. Mm-hmm. So it won't be a big deal to him either. Great. Cool. Well, if you need help, don't call us. We're all old people. <laughs> call your young buddies to help you lift big, heavy things. Right. Just call us when it's done, and we'll come and have a hobby party. Again. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> Hoff, what's up? Uh, me? Um, not too much. I mean, I don't want to... <laughs> can't even compare to Disney. <laughs> but uh, basically, we're not going to talk about Big Hero 6, but we did go see that. <laughs> So that was one thing. Why aren't we going to talk about Big Hero? No, we'll talk about it later, I think. Okay. Right? But I just don't want to... Because once I know, once we get the ball rolling... It's yeah, fair enough. Plus, someone hasn't seen it. We're spoiling um, it. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> We're going to. It's going to happen. But that was a good time. Um, and then just um, with the kids, it's just been... Um, Cub Scouts with him, and, and for her, it's just been bouncing off the walls. Type, you know, She's four years old, so... It's not much to say, really. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. No, it's okay. If you think of other stuff, stuff but, um, along the way, we can. But uh, he did. He, one thing my son did with, with the Cub Scouts was we had it at first. It's not a pine box derby, but a, it was a boat race, and they oh, give you a cool. little boat kit. That's awesome. And <laughs> this is gonna kill you. <laughs> you being the artist. Oh. So he had to put it together. I helped him with the construction. Did great with that. 
and then <laughs> to paint it. And he wanted, I, I presented him with all the paints, and he wanted like six different colors on this boat. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's not going to complicate things too much because <laughs> the paints are all bleeding all over uh, the place. You have like a gray boat. No, it ended up being like this multicolored, <laughs> god awful. I Looks just, like Vanellope's car from oh, Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, <laughs> it's just covered in candy. That's basically what it ended up being, and I, I don't want to not foster his creativity. But holy crap, this thing was ugly. <laughs> I, I just got it. <laughs> Henry and his amazing Technicolor boat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give go. me my color boat, my amazing color boat. That's what it was. I laughed my ass off because it's just like, oh my god, that thing is terrible. Aww. But yeah, good job, buddy. You did awesome. What a great boat. But it did win. It did win with it. Oh, he, he won? won. All right, wow. go Henry. That's so. Maybe there's something to it. Wait, he won the boat race. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was there a little bit Not of red on the car? Because red makes things go faster. Red. So. Sure does. Um, red. No, I don't think there was any red. <laughs> It was, it was the only color he didn't have. Yeah. His the color was pink, black, yellow. What else? Um, there was one more. Light blue. Oh, that was actually another one. Uh, light blue and then orange. Is it the United Colors <laughs> of Benetton or something? Well, yeah. Not the greatest color scheme. Yeah, but he won, so they can't, won. you can't argue with the results. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. He so, won. Yeah. <laughs> That's not, awesome. Not too much there, but that was fun. So I'm going to throw it to our guest, who is a new dad. How old is Evie? Evie is now four months. Ah, so what exciting nerdy things did you do with a four-month-old? <laughs> well, it's not so much I can do yet. Obviously, she's only four months, but uh, but it's it's been great so far. She is is my only my only child, and um, it's just been fantastic. She is amazing, and it's been more more of a challenge to do adult geek things that I want to do on top of having an infant child. So, but you know, we've, one thing that you told me early on, um, before the baby was born is that everyone's going to tell you, you know, that you're not going to have time for anything. now. You're not going to have time to watch movies, play games and all this stuff. All that stuff is over. And G man, you told me early on that is not true. Like you're, if it's something that you want to do, you will find time to do it. So don't sweat it. And that, that, that is true. Um, so I've had time to do the adult things that I want to do on top of having an infant child. Um, I'm a I'm an avid gamer, so I, I play a lot of games. I also collect classic games, and um, I have an extensive collection of classic games. So in the little time that I have to do what I want to do, I'm kind of going through my collection and adding to it and um, playing some of the newer stuff that's out there. But, um, Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Because this is something I missed when my son was like a baby. Yeah. I used to, like, he would be able to, I could sit on my couch and nestle him, like, in my lap towards me. I yeah. I can picture it. Sorry, if you can picture it. Um, and I would just have my controller and I'd be playing games while he just napped. It was the best. I, I'd get, <laughs> yeah. like, three hours of gaming. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I'm watching the kid. It was the best. Yeah, I had, I had the same experience. Yeah. Logan would sleep on my chest while I played. Is he yeah. a picture on Facebook? The chest didn't us. work, but the, the lap worked. Yeah, he would just crash, and I'd lean back, and I'd be... Yeah, Xbox. Like, That's a yeah, I've had some to... good uh, lap time gaming sessions. Um, she doesn't nap for too long, unfortunately, oh, about a half okay. hour or so. So once I get set up on something, she's up. So, but. She sleeps all night, and she's been sleeping oh, all that's night. So, oh, yeah. yeah. That's nothing, so, yeah. And she's great. in bed by seven thirty eight, and so daddy's upstairs playing his Xbox. So <laughs> that's great. Uh, 
Yeah. yeah. So, but I, I, I cannot wait. I can't wait until she's old enough to notice all this stuff and start getting into it and, you know, getting into what she's into and seeing all that stuff. I, I can't wait for that. No, don't don't be so quick to wish the years away. Yeah, I mean, I look right, at my right. son now, and now he's he's really started talking a lot. We were concerned a bit for a while there about his language, but all of a sudden the floodgates are open, and he doesn't stop talking. <laughs> um, and I look at him, and he he like he's making drawing conclusions, and he's asking real questions, and he's 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 realizing things. Like he's got preferences now. He chooses what he wants. He comes and says, "Can I have a hot dog?" Used to be like whatever we put in front of him, you know, eat it or else. Now it's like he tells us what he wants, and and I look and I look at him. I'm like, oh, what what happened to? Especially because you visited. Chris came over with his wife and and his daughter uh, last weekend. Yeah, and I saw how little she was, and I'm like, oh, I mi- I do miss this parts of me that miss that little nugget that he was when he was tiny, and now he's like a crazy little creature that. Jumps on my scrotum a lot. And it's all good though, right? Yeah, it is, it is all a good. good thing, and but yeah, tough things. True. We, I say things like, "I can't wait till he's Luke's age because he can do this." I can't wait to take him to Disney, but I really can wait. I really don't want him to grow up too fast. You know, yeah, every level has its goods and bads. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's a different challenge at every stage, and yeah, just enjoy the littleness of her. Yeah, yeah. I did like that stage, Chris, because I, I we used to call it the potted plant stage. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Because you just kind of carry around the carrier. <laughs> And everything was kind of good, and then they get then they get mobile, and there's a whole new uh, good thing about that, and a whole new tough part about that. <laughs> but it's, uh, you'll find a way. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It won't stay where you leave them, so um, definitely not. And we we have to find them in the house. Like where the hell did he go? <laughs> um, and what is he doing right now? Right. But no, that's awesome, dude. You're, you've got a lot to look forward to, so enjoy it. Um, for us. Uh, Logan and I watched Mr. Peabody and Sherman, oh, which ooh. came out on Blu-ray, That's DVD, and um, he liked yeah, it. Yeah, we watched that, too. He actually liked it. You oh, didn't hear yeah, you. we watched that, too. Yeah, my, uh, unfortunately, we couldn't get our fifth mic to work, so Chris is graciously, and uh, Jay is graciously sharing his mic with Chris, so if either of them are a little low, just bear with us. Um, but yeah, what did, you, what did your kids think of it? Yeah, we thought it was fun. I, I it thought was, it was really funny, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a blockbuster or anything, but... No. Logan liked it. He liked the spaceship scenes and the flying around and stuff. And there's some great, funny jokes in it, too. Oh, absolutely. You, you know what um, just struck me? Because um, when we were watching that, Henry, way more than Rachel, obviously, he's been starting to recognize the voices. Oh, really? People are like, oh, that's the guy from that show you watch. Like, um, Peabody is, um, what's his name? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the guy that's on Modern Ty, Family. Ty, Ty Burrell. Burrell. Yeah. But he, he'll recognize one from the other. Like, oh, that's he'll cool. Go from, wow. He'll say, that's the voice of, you know, whatever, whatever. And Because like, that's what we do. So it's, it's probably transferred from us because we, we do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. It was. It had some funny jokes. Is that the the joke that's in the trailer where he's like, "I tried to make a kid, Leonardo da Vinci. I tried to make a little boy. Oh, yeah. It was creepy." Yeah. <laughs> and they show like this weird robotic creepy. thing. Like, <laughs> Daddy. Um, it's, it had some funny jokes, and, and Patrick Warburton plays a guy in it. He plays like a Same gladiator. No, Agamemnon. He plays Agamemnon. Yeah, yeah. He's in the Trojan horse oh, and everything. He's Perfect. he's always funny, you know. He plays, yeah. He plays a cronk. He plays yeah. the same guy, but Lunkhead. I could listen to him as a cartoon voice oh, yeah. forever. He's he's yeah. what he's best funny. at. Um, Logan has also gotten into watching this show called Bubble Guppies. Oh yeah, on Nick Junior. Sure. I don't know how he finds this stuff. Like he he stays three days at my mom's while my wife works and I work, obviously. Um, and I come over and he's like, and I was like, oh, he really likes this Bubble Guppies show. I'm like, how, how did he? I guess he, you know, they just flip by it and suddenly. Or I think my mom is actually in. 
introducing him to these shows and not telling me. She's like, oh, he he just found it. Like, how did he find it, Ma? Like, he wasn't. He's That's a good remote. show, though. It, yeah, a, yeah, it's actually good because if you have little ones, you know, that are in that range, two to four, it has, like, a lot of routine in it. Like, the shows always have, like, a lunchtime, and they have the lunchtime song, and like there's one about brushing teeth and now he wants me to brush his teeth which has always been a battle yeah. up to this point there you go so it's got like it seems like it's built for you know helping kids to develop these basic routines at that age that start to happen you know like all of a sudden they're not supposed to wear diapers anymore all of a sudden they have to brush their teeth all of a sudden they you know whatever these these mid-range toddler kind of uh what's the word with the developmental stages and it seemed kind of cool i watched a couple and they're not terribly annoying like a lot of the shows that he likes to watch. But he's been getting into that. Um, I think that's, that's, that's really it as far as with him. Um, I took him, soccer wrapped up. He finished up soccer. And then um, we took him to, I took him to, Heather took him to the new Children's Museum. Providence has a new water room, which I guess is amazing. He really liked that. I didn't go, but you take the your kids there. I they haven't been in yet, a while. Yeah. Um, they've <clears> renovated that. And um the other thing is I just took them, now we're going to the indoor playrooms, like the big, you know, inflatables type places. Oh, we, we, yeah. we haven't been doing that for a while because the summer we're outside a lot. But now that it's getting colder and wetter and um, we've been taking, I took him there and he's really getting into that. It's a great way for him to burn off energy. So he, we were there for two hours on Saturday, um, which is something we do a lot in the winter. But my wife has just found that there's a, the Rhode Island Philharmonic is doing free music lessons for toddlers. So she signed him up for that she put it up on facebook and so we're gonna check that out and see how that is and i oh, was gearing up for christmas he gets it this year he gets santa like Ooh. he knows who santa is now oh, and, that's, that's your, um, make sure you film it yeah so are you gonna get like is elf on the shelf gonna appear you think my wife is well, dead set against <laughs> elf on the shelf she thinks it's she doesn't like it she thinks it's creepy looking i'm completely sneaking into your house Putting up an elf in the <laughs> shelf, and you will be stuck if you do that. It's a total. Scary. You're going to contend with my wife. <laughs> I don't care, but if you do that, know <laughs> that the the tougher one in my relationship is going to be after you. So that's all I have to say as far as Cub says about that. Uh, anything else, guys? This stuff we did with the little ones this week. Anything you kind of jog your memory as part of our little discussion here? No, I got a couple things, but I was saving them for grown-up time. All right, well, let's go on to grown-up time then. So, Fonz, you want to kick off grown-up time? I just kicked off the other one. You're but kicking I, everything I'm, uh, off. I'm kicking Stop it off. kicking things off, My toes man. are getting sore from Is, kicking stuff off. Oh, my God. Um, two things that I've been contending with, with uh, it still has to do with the kids, but uh, the whole Minecraft thing. Here we go. The, uh, I know, ready? Minecraft Everybody, go. Um, blah, so, blah, blah. Uh, I'm sorry, it's, it, but... <laughs> There's a, there's a couple that I've been trying ever since our, our panel. There was a woman who asked about Minecraft mm-hmm. and how to, kind of, how to do something to make Minecraft a good thing to be doing. And it, and it is. It's decent. But um, so what I got my son to agree to, because his writing is, is suffering. He won't, oh, really, he won't so write. Oh. So this is what we're doing. He watches um, Stampy Longnose, who is yep. a, he does, he's a YouTube channel and teaches you about Minecraft. Right. Great guy. Um, really good stuff. It, it is, it, I've listened to a few of them with him. Yeah, but um, so what we've said, what I've said for every hour that he listens, he watches. This is about forty-five minutes to an hour each okay. one of this. For every hour he listens to a Stampy long notes, he has to write two paragraphs about what Stampy talked about. Okay. That's awesome. 
And he's, he's totally that. into it. He said, that's fine. I'm really, because he keeps complaining about dad, <laughs> books that I'm reading, not really liking so much. And what I have to write about at school, I don't really like. So yeah. I figured have him write about what he likes. Good and, idea. And um, I, I I, I'm kind of open for what you guys think of that. And it sounds like you like it. And no, also, I definitely like it. That's yeah. my new idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I thought of that. Why? Who's into it? Your son's into <laughs> it? or? <laughs> Your son's into it? No, no, not Minecraft. I'll use that as something else. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, no, it's, but, um, it's, on that note, um, we just had his evaluations, like his uh, you know, parent-teacher thing. Oh, yeah? And the teacher did approve of it, the, the uh, whole Minecraft thing. Yeah. She's like, it, it does encourage you know, the whole building. And, and, and he's been collecting the, the books. The, the, oh, yeah, like, yeah. Um, the novels? Manuals. No. Oh, novels. the manuals, they're, they're yeah. like mm-hmm. how-to stuff. Right, right. So he's reading them, and I, I, I kind of took him aside the other day and I was like are you actually reading these and then doing them because I what I have to do is get into the game with him I have to see what he's doing cause right I, I don't I don't quite know what he's doing I know he watches Stampy I know I know he's building stuff and destroying stuff I just hear him from the side I, right. I haven't got into the game hopefully he doesn't listen to this but I did get him the full version for, for Christmas oh that's great so that will allow me to do the game with him oh, that's right. good I'm hoping um, so we can both sit in front of the TV and, and do it. And I'm going to read the books and be like, did, did you do this one yet? And he, he can show me or we can do it together. So Not, that's great. Looking forward to that. That's good. I'll set. I don't know if. And, but I love your idea with, with the writing because his writing is suffering. Too. I figured like a journal because they can journal what they learned. He, he actually so. told me today he wants a diary. Oh, that's cool. With a lock and everything. Cause oh, wow. I, I read his last one. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, you know, I ask you every day what, you, what happened in school. You don't tell me, so I got to read it in a book. Oh, breach yeah, that awful! The trust so, of a parent just ripping yeah. the diary oh, yeah. open. I, I had no. I had publishing no. it online. I, and I, just, I just didn't care. I just read it. Diary of a wimpy Henry. But we'll get. We'll probably get him the, the diary so he could write it. Yeah. And whatever encouragement. The lock that you'll have the key to. Yeah, <laughs> those things are so easy to as, pick. As far as. I think it's a great idea to have, I mean, as an English teacher, making kids or having kids write, making them write. That's a whole other thing. I'm astonished that he spends an hour watching a video. Oh. Like doing any kid born in the 21st century doing anything for longer than 12 minutes at a time astonishes me. You should watch him, G, because it's it's very. Oh, I mean, um, I'm not really into Minecraft. I've seen him. Luke has shown me some of the things that right. he's done. Um, and I, I've seen it. It's kind of cool. And I, what's cool is I, I know that Luke actually doesn't just watch him. He does, and then he goes and he does that right. thing in Minecraft. He creates whatever it is. The one thing you want to be careful of, I'm just going to throw this out there, is that you don't want writing to be seen by him as a punishment. No. He's, that's As long as that's – and I don't think it is based on how you described it because that's the one thing that like – that's that old adage in teaching. Like, I want to make you write. And that's like the worst thing you want to do to a kid is you don't want to you don't want to teach a kid you don't want to punish a kid by making them write things because then they hate writing it becomes a negative to them right so if it's kind of a compromise and he sees the value in that type of writing because you can go back afterwards and read over what he wrote and right. know what know what happened kind of um, process it and analyze what he's seen then that's that's going to work really well I think I hope so I- yeah. It sounds like it sounds like you're on the right track with it. If if it's working, then go for I'm it. I'm trying. He, I mean, he's a wizard math, but the writing, he needed some sort of inspiration. So, mm. and the other thing, I'll save that for later. But it's a, a addiction with arcades. I noticed that even at Disney, he was like, I can, oh. "Can I go to the arcade over going to a park?" 
Yeah. Cool. But I remember me yeah, being remember a little bit like that. Too. Yeah. I was just going to say I the same thing. Well, I was like that, too. There was an arcade in every hotel in Disney, and I used to go to other hotels to use their arcades. Sure. <laughs> I'd get on the monorail and go to, like, from the Polynesian to the Contemporary, and... Yeah. <laughs> you know, I would be like, okay, new games in this place. And, and by right. myself, like 13 years old. Yeah, and, and remember how we felt about arcades. Arcades are even better now. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, I don't feel more. like they are. Because I go back to what Hoff was saying about, or was it you saying, the, tic- all ticket the tickets and the claw. Yeah. And the, it's all he wanted to do. And, did well, they have did, that at Disney? Like tickets they did. and coins they did. and stuff? Or but something? you could win Disney toys. It was just like the claw picked up like Star Wars figures. But right? it actually picked them up? No. No one was winning them. The only so, thing anyone ever wins on those are those balls with the bumps on them. Yeah. And I'm like, I have about seven of those yeah, to show yeah, for it. Those yeah. are cat toys. You yeah. have to. like Those are the ones that like will guarantee you a win. You get to keep playing until you get a rubber they ball. Wanna, you want to win another one? Ball. Like, I don't get it. You have 12. <laughs> you want to win another one? All right. But it has nothing to do with the skill, those claw things. Like they, they're, what happens is they, they have, uh, and, and it's tunable, <laughs> Basically, the chance of the claw actually putting enough pressure to pick something right. up. That's so what, they can actually, right. aggravates me. In order to make it a profitable thing for them, they can actually tune the probability of the claw actually squeezing. So it doesn't even matter if you have a dead-on hit with yep. that thing. It's not going to pick the thing up unless you were lucky and managed to get <laughs> on it. The exact thing. perfect We were at a there. restaurant recently. I went out to lunch with some coworkers, and they had one of the claw ones. And for some reason, one of the coworkers wanted to do it. I'm like... Don't do that one. It's one of the ones that's tuned to, to have, like, the limp, you know, grip. You will not win anything. Oh, and then, you know, he took it as a dare. Spent, like, five bucks, got nothing. <laughs> it always bothered, that's what always bothered me about the first Toy Story movie. You remember, like, Buzz gets picked up by the claw and yeah, Woody's no pulling on it? And the claw yeah. is actually holding so tightly that yeah. they're, they're, they're tug of warring yeah, right. with it. I'm like, there's no way that he would have gotten grabbed that hard. Like, forget it. <laughs> totally would have just went bloop. It would have, like, okay. slipped right, right off the claw. top. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know the red talking toys is okay. That's real. That's, how dare you try to make me think about stupidity and physics? Um, cool. Okay. Uh, that's enough for me. I, All right. I, 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 Jay, what'd on, you but... do without the kids this week? Um, yeah. Well, I've been watching uh, two shows. So I started a new anime called Death Note. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's okay. been pretty cool so far. I'm about three or four episodes I'm deep. I'm making a note uh, so of I'm Death not... Note. <laughs> I'm not super fun. Uh, the death basic note? premise is that um, this kid finds a notebook that um, any names you write in it will uh, the, the, that person will die. So um, I'm not spoiling anything. This is all like very quickly in the in the show. But he starts um, writing the names of criminals and this and that. Um, and then obviously people start figuring out like there's a high level of criminals just. <laughs> Dying nowhere, <laughs> so they start to figure out something's going on, and then it starts to get more intriguing from there. Um, it's been pretty cool. I, I actually I didn't watch it alone. I started it with with Kendall, my eleven year old daughter, and so far that hasn't been anything super bad yet. It was a judgment call because it uh, I don't know if it, it's either not rated or or it's rated kind of high. But um, there has there hasn't been anything super inappropriate. Um, there was just there was one scene where a girl was going to get taken advantage of, but the bad guy ended up getting killed so like before anything serious could happen but it was at least alluding to the fact that something bad was happening but we were able to talk about it which was cool so it wasn't wasn't just an awkward moment 
Yeah, so that's been pretty cool. And then I recently, I'm way behind the ball on this one, but I started watching It's Always Sunny. Oh, yeah. I love so that I've show. I've been blowing through those because they're so short. So I can just, <laughs> yeah. if I'm tired and, and I don't really, I'm not really in for, for a marathon night of, of TV, then I'll just toss a few of those on. And I'm enjoying them. They're really funny. Um, and we also, me and the wife started Sons of Anarchy, Anarchy which is oh. another one we're way behind off. My sister loves that show. Yeah, I like it too. It's, it's been Hamlet, cool. from what I understand. Okay. It's based, well, really? at least the, the, the leader of the gang is like Hamlet's dad, and the Charlie Hunnam character is Hamlet, and then the mom. You can see that. So it's the brother yes, marries the other spoilers. biker, marries the mother. Spoilers. I don't know. Something um, like that. Um, well, yeah, I just started. Spoilers for Hamlet. Started, yeah. Spoilers for the <laughs> just, 400 year old Shakespearean oh, play. Yeah, you know what else is neat? That, yeah. <laughs> we, watched, um, we watched Romeo and Juliet, the, the Leo one. Oh, um, yeah. I like that. Baz Lerman. Yeah, I like it too. I liked it when I was, I was a teenager when it came out, I think. I liked it then, but um, Kendall loves it, and uh, it's pretty cool because we get to talking about it. Um, you know, just uh, well, it's it's funny because I'm talking to her and saying, you know, they're this what they're saying. There's all sorts of hidden meanings and things you don't really understand. She's like, I know what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can hear them. I know exactly what they're saying. I'm like, all right, nope. fine, whatever, <laughs> know it all. Your mind's gonna be blown. And, Five, six years. Yeah, when she. Well, no, actually, she'll probably get that in middle school. Yeah. Or uh, I love the sword reference in that. Draw your sword, and yeah. it's a, the yeah. gun. So I yeah. love that. It's fantastic. I yeah. bite my thumb at you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you bite your thumb at me? Do I? No. No, sir. But I bite my thumb. <laughs> yeah, Shakespeare. <laughs> yes, that was fun cool. Too. Yeah, that's everything. For me. All right, Chris. What's your nerdiness? What did you nerd out with this week? All right, well, the wife and I, when the uh, baby has gone to bed by 7.30, 8 o'clock, thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> you're, we are brave, watching, you're the perfect father. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> We're watching um, American Horror Story Ooh. and uh, Walking Dead. Ooh. Um, that's the two things that we watch together. It's just a little late uh, horror. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is, but we've been drawn to that lately. Um, and uh, some of the other stuff, you know, like I said before, I'm really into gaming. And uh, the games I've been playing lately is uh, Shovel Knight on the 3DS. Mm-hmm. That game is absolutely incredible. If you ever, uh, if you're into like the old school games like Mega Man and Mario, and you miss the nin- Nintendo games, and why don't they make games like that these days? Shovel Knight is your game. <laughs> um, if you have the 3DS, the 3D effect is awesome. So it's basically a 2D side-scrolling game um, in the vein of. Mega Man, and also pays tribute to um, the old uh, uh, it was a DuckTales game. Oh, yeah, uh, DuckTales. Scrooge McDuck would pogo <laughs> on his cane, <laughs> yeah. and so you can pogo on your shovel, and it's like a direct tribute to that. That's, that um, was like one of the greatest all-time 8-bit the, games. Yeah, yeah. Du- uh, what was the superhero duck, the, the, like the Darkwing. Batman? Darkwing Duck. Darkwing, yeah, thank Darkwing. you. Yeah. Darkwing Duck. <laughs> yeah, but um, cool. that game is also available on the on the Wii U system, and I think there's a PC version also. But I think the 3D effect on the on the 3DS makes that the best version to get. Um, that's a fifteen dollar download game, and I uh, highly recommend it. Also, uh, Shadow of the Colossus HD on the PlayStation oh, Three. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The, the Shadow. Shadow Oh, the Colossus on a PlayStation 2 was my favorite PlayStation 2 game, and I'm replaying it again on the PlayStation 3. Highly recommend it. Love that game. But it is hard. Um, if, you're, if you're not an ace at these games, um, I, don't, I don't recommend playing that. But um, it also comes with the game 
Eco, which was um, the prequel to that game. I like that, actually. Yeah, yeah that game's also great. And um, playing those PlayStation 2 games on a big screen TV in HD, um, I love re- replaying those things. Um, I haven't been playing anything new. Uh, I wanted to get the new Call, Call of Duty, but they just keep coming out too fast, <laughs> and I haven't gotten everything out of the past two Call of Duties. Uh, they come out every year? Yes. Yeah, there are wow. pretty regular. There are three, times a year something. There are three oh, wow. studios making Call of Duty games, and they are leapfrogging each other so that mm. they can release one each year. There were two studios, and now there are three because they felt they needed <clears> more time to make a better quality game. But my my favorite so far was the ones from Tre- Treyarch, which is the Black Ops games. Those are my favorite so far. Ghosts I wasn't too crazy about, and I haven't played um, Advanced Advanced War Fighter yet. Advanced War Fighter. Advanced War Advanced Warfare. That's what it is. Advanced not Warfighter. Advanced Warfighter. Fighter, fighter, soldier, fighter, fighter, bullet ghost, knife, bullet, fire, bullet knife, thing bang. for the thing third time fighting, in three years. Fighting war, wars. <laughs> And blowing so, you up. Yes. Uh, I haven't jumped into the new consoles yet. I know I haven't. I know G Man, you got a PlayStation. Yeah, 4. I want to talk about that in a minute. Yeah, I haven't uh I am I have never been so split on what console to get because I have so many friends and I've 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 been on three sixty and I want to get an Xbox One, but PlayStation four is just kicking butt right now. Mm-hmm. And um but Wii U is also catching up and so I've never been so torn as to what to spend that little bit of extra money I have on a console if I even will because there's so many things to to catch up on on the older systems so but um the Wii is catching up really is that Wii U since since Smash Brothers has come out oh yeah that's so become the game that's become the system seller that and Mario Kart and also the Amiibos figures that Nintendo has put out. Have you heard about those? That's basically Nintendo's answer to Skylanders. So there's a little figure for Mario and and all the. They have the Ninja Turtle one like that as well. Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, I've seen that too. So it's not just the Nintendo specific characters, there's the other companies uh like capcom's putting out a mega man one and a sonic the hedgehog one wow so the little figurines that have the near field communication chip in them and so you buy buy the figure and you connect it to your wii u or your three 3ds and that figure gives you stats in your game or something else and the figures are also cool enough where you'd want to put them on your shelf and display them so that's the big thing they're doing about that they got tons of those the modeling is well, cool, though. You got to admit on those. See, the, the, the decisions being made for me I, by default. I, I, I'm a PlayStation person now, but I'm like, we've already made the investment in so many Skylanders that I, I can't jump systems because like all that goes to waste. Oh it's right, tough. you can't go to Xbox. So I mean, I don't know if they're backwards compatible even. So maybe I don't even buy the new one. Probably right not. Away. Well, the figures I would imagine probably are, but you probably need to get a new base, right? Right. I, it's a USB. I don't know. I don't know. Well, they sell them in different boxes when you buy them. Yeah. You can yeah. buy the Xbox One, the PlayStation See, If anybody, one, if anybody out it. there knows, post to our website yeah, or Facebook page, yeah. answer that question for us. We need help. We need help. Like we don't I'm know the answers to this one. Four, except for the price point. All right. So cool. So, Hoff, why don't you uh, pick it up? Uh, no, there? I don't have much. So you, why don't you go ahead? No, I don't, I don't have much either. I want to kind of move on to get to the movie review. Yeah. But um, a couple of things. Uh, Fonz and I saw Birdman. <laughs> Um, right after the last podcast. Oh, awesome. Really good. Again, like we said, I think on the last podcast, definitely not a, a movie for the Comic-Con crowd. It actually no. kind of... Or for kids. For yeah, or for matter. kids at all. No, definitely not. It actually kind of pokes fun at the whole idea of the big Hollywood film because it's about a guy who wasn't a big Hollywood franchise and dropped out 
Michael Keaton plays that guy, and it's definitely a parallel to Batman because he was only in the two movies, and then he left. I the just series. watched that this week too. Yeah, um, but it, it actually is more about like him trying to to come back out of obscurity, and it's all about how much dis how how uh, um, Broadway has a lot of disdain for Hollywood, and you know the acting and the and it's all about the role and the and the versus the explosions and the big budget stuff. It's a great film, though. I mean, just in general, it's a great film, especially if you're a Keaton fan. And how can you not be? The guy is just awesome. He always has been. I have to say, uh, before you go, I, I always have something to say. Oh, that's why we have a podcast. Oh, right, right. Oh, <laughs> right, right. Well, I always think a, of the, you the have la- an audience now. I always think of the last scene in Meaning of Life with the Grim Reaper. You always... I have to say, and I, yeah, you Americans, all right. you're, you're always saying, just let me tell you, and I just want to say, well, you're he dead now, so shut up. <laughs> he pokes him in the eye. Let me tell you what I think we're dealing with here. A potentially positive learning experience to get in the shut up. Shut up, you American. You always talk, you Americans. You talk and you talk and you say, let me tell you something, and I just want to say this. Well, you're dead now, so shut up. <laughs> no, the, I, um, what Edward Norton said at the panel in New York Comic Con, he said uh, that, that he saw it in the same theater. Right. The, the, he saw it for the first time in the same theater that he saw Fight Club. And I, when I went into the movie with you, I was like, I'm, I'm going to see if, you know, this was just, he was just blowing smoke. Or, and I, I kind of agree with him. <laughs> I agree with him. It was, it was very... It wasn't as, of course, violent as Fight Club, but it was as mind-bending yeah. as Fight Club. And it, 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 it's a great movie. Was, and if um, you, I was reading a, a bit about it. It, was, was it. it wasn't filmed in one take, but it was filmed it was shot as, as if, if it were. Yeah, it yeah. takes place over three or four days, but it right. seems, it's one continuous camera movie. There's, the, the there's hidden cuts difficult. in there, but it doesn't stop. Like the movie, right. it never, you, never get a, you never get a fade to black. Yeah. Right. Like it'll pass in front of a person and for a second it'll be like a so person will walk like by or it'll go through a wall. Yeah, it's it's yeah. shot like a play. Right. Like a play right. But it's the camera it feels like the camera never shuts off and keeps just keeps moving through this world. Um really, really well directed. I, right. I loved it a lot. I also saw um Interstellar. Ooh. Uh three hours. <laughs> not Big not drop, Nolan's but... best film. Really good. Uh, for moms and dads, parents out there, it will tug the hell out of your heartstrings that's about that's being a, a father. It's about a father having to leave his kids to, I don't want to get too much into it. Ben, <laughs> this bending time and all this crazy singularity stuff and, 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 uh, relativity. And it's, you know, typical, you know, it's the idea like, of lost time. Like just, flight of the navigator. Like yeah. memento, like flight. Of, yeah. It's a great segue. Really? We'll like, lead to that. But I, 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 I did have a couple of right, other things chill. I wanted no, to bring up true. and then we'll go. It is a lot like flight of the navigator. I'll talk more about the parallels okay. when we get to the movie review, but wrecking we, we, a bunch of us saw big hero six, uh, which we don't want to spoil because there are people in the room that haven't and probably a lot of you, but definitely take your kids to yeah, see it. It was I'm a lot of fun. I, I can't, I didn't take my son. I, I debated it and I probably, probably could have gotten away with it because I think he would have loved it. Yeah. It's cartoony. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I definitely will be buying it on Blu-ray for him when it comes out. And we have the Baymax toys that we bought for the boys when we were at New York. They're sleeping. They oh, that's right. Okay. Um, just make sure you don't listen in the car when he's in there. Um, yeah, so I, I think he's going to really dig the Bayman. I kind of wish the vid DVD would come out in time for Christmas, but it, it obviously isn't going to. It's still in I the can't theaters. believe they're not rushing that. But No, sure it's still in the theaters. They're making their nut in the yeah. theaters, so they're fine. But I liked it a lot. It was a great, great little film and fun and, you know, just cool. And Then uh, it's video games. I do have a PS4, and I just finished Shadow of Mortar, 
which I talked about in the last podcast, really awesome. But now I've got Far Cry 4, which is like my favorite, largely one of my favorite franchises now. It's great. So if you know first-person shooters, sandbox style, like combination of Grand Theft Auto and Call of Duty, with with the ability to skin animals and create things, it's a huge game. I played for like two days straight, and I'm at eight <laughs> percent. That's okay. how much it tells you. It with with two deaths to do to do to two decimal places, like eight point five seven percent done. So that's what I did um, without the kid this week. All right, so we're gonna um, before we get to the classic review. It's my great pleasure to bring Emily, the fangirl, back. Uh, Em's gonna be in town in a couple of weeks, right? I think this. I think this weekend, and then at Christmas time. So Christmas. we might. So we're going to try to get her live on the podcast of one of those visits. Probably not the next one. Emily's going to talk about a couple of things, including Big Hero Six, which is why we didn't talk too much about it. She'll talk more. So without any further ado, this is our fangirl, fourteen-year-old Emily. Hello, all. It's me, the fangirl. I've been missing, but I have returned. The topic of today's conversation is Big Hero Six. I just went to see it, and I am now going to talk about it while trying not to give away too many spoilers. The first thing I have to say is it took me the whole movie to figure out what was up with the title. Personally, I was utterly confused. I mean, yes, I understood where the hero part comes in since that's the main character's name, but the big and six part I didn't get. Then, at the end of the movie... When all the remaining characters struck a pose, I randomly decided to count them, and there are six main characters, including Hero. It took me the whole movie to figure that out. How sad is that? One thing particularly, the whole family died. Spoilers, not the whole family, but most of the family of the main character died, not just the mom this time. Disney's going a bit off book now, I think. I still find it funny, though, because Disney, the guy, had many mommy issues. Yes, I get that. But the people who make the movies for Disney just kill off the name, the mom and the parents. Why, why do they have to do that? Is it tradition or something? You can have a movie without having to kill off the parents. They just always do that, though. It's weird. But I happen to think it was an awesome, an awesome movie. So if I, a 13-year-old girl, can like this, then I think think your kids will too. It does get a bit violent, but for some parts, but it's not all that bad. It is a kids movie after all. It's made for kids, so I do recommend it. What else? Oh, Doctor Who season 8 is finished, and the Christmas special is coming up. Me, being the big old Whovian that I am, I must bring this up, which I am sorry, not sorry about. I have to say, I did like it, but it could have been a lot better. Personally, yes, it was good, but it could have been better for a first season with the new Doctor. I feel like it was wasted. What could have happened? It probably was my least favorite season out of everything that I've watched, except for that one unspeakable episode in the second season when David Tennant was still the Doctor. Its name was Love and Monsters. No one ever talks about that episode. No matter how much I was disappointed in this season, it does not compare to how awful this episode was. Honestly, it was the strangest thing you could have possibly watched. But that's a flashback to the past, because that was a long time ago. You look up the one episode no one talks about on Doctor Who, and that episode will show up. 
the worst thing ever. It's so weird. I, I'm rambling, sorry. <laughs> Back on to topic. I'm not going to spoil anything for this season, but for those who haven't seen it, be prepared to feel many feels and then just feel very disappointed because that's how I felt at the end, but slightly. That's all I have to say about that. So Big Hero 6 and Doctor Who Season 8. Till next time, I suppose, this has been The Fangirl. All right, Em, thank you for coming back and for giving us the kids' point of view on those two properties, Big Hero 6 and Doctor Who. I'm not much of a Who fan. My wife was, hasn't been watching it much lately. So, But I know there's a lot of people that listen to the podcast that are into Doctor Who. So um, Emily's the expert. She's the Whovian in this crew. So... Thank you so much. So we're gonna we're just gonna slide right into the classic film review. So we're talking about Flight of the Navigator. This one comes up as a cult favorite for a lot of people, slightly younger than us, I think, because we were in our teens when this movie came out. So 86. this is yeah, eighty six. So we were like sixteen years old when this Wasn't movie it 1978? came out. Nineteen seventy eight. Well. No Depends on who you ask. Um, yeah, so 1986 uh, it came out, but people born like maybe five or six years later than us are probably a little more into this than we are, like, you know, a full four years of high school later than us. But I do remember a lot of people, and I know a lot of people that still talk about this movie, friends of mine that are younger than I am, that really, really are connected to this film. So it's been the first time I've seen it in probably ages, like probably almost as long as the movie's been out. So it's kind of like seeing it for the first time when I saw it. Released July 30th, 1986, starring Joey Kramer, Veronica Cartwright of Alien fan. She yep. was... She right. was uh, five by five. Nope, not that Alien. Oh. Not Aliens. She was Lambert in Alien. Yeah. Alien. The, the original. The one that screams when the chestburster comes out. <laughs> uh, Howard Hessman. We're talking about Johnny Fever from WKRP. Great show. Uh, Cliff DeYoung. Sarah Jessica Parker. Very young Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, probably not much older than... Than us when she made the movie, she's probably oh, yeah. eighteen. 17. I think she's one year younger. No, she, she was no. She played an nineteen-year-old intern. Oh, I yeah, guess she could have played older. I suppose that was the eighties. You could play up and down, whatever. And the voice of he's credited as um, Paul Mall, but it was actually Paul Rubens, better known as Pee Wee Herman, who you realize halfway through the film is mm-hmm. the voice oh, of yeah. of, uh, totally. of Max, the the uh, the escape pod thingy. And, he starts doing his peewee laugh and stuff. And it's like, ah, oh, there he is. Mm-hmm. Um, plot synopsis. In 1978, a boy is abducted by aliens that move him eight years into the future. When he's held by the government for testing, he decides to try to break out. With the help of the craft itself, named Max, his older little brother. <laughs> Interesting paradox there. And a compassionate NASA intern, he escapes on an adventure around the world in his attempt to get back to his home and back mm-hmm. to his time. So we're going to sh- play a clip first from um, we're going to go with the clip first and then we're going to hear from young Henry who uh, is providing our kids summary today so let's hear a clip from Flight of the Navigator what are you doing can I have a little privacy do not know privacy what are you doing here anyway I have been sent from Phelan to borrow samples of light from different galaxies for study. On this planet, I chose you. Why me? Why not? Back on Phelan, we discovered that your inferior species uses only 10% of your brain, so we filled it all the way up with star charts to see what would happen. What happened? It leaked. 
navigator. I am not a navigator. Yes, you are. I crashed into electrical towers and my star charts were erased. I need the ones in your head to complete my mission. So you need me and my inferior brain to fly that thing? Correction. I need the superior information in your inferior brain to fly this thing. Well, if I'm so inferior, how come you took eight years to bring me back? Normally, I take my specimens back in time to the exact moment and place I collected them. Come on! You took me away from my family! And when you returned me, it was eight years later! So there you go. There's Flight of the Navigator. Um, so we're going to hear from young Henry, who watched the film with Dad, and we'll hear what he thinks. So thank you, Henry. Go. Okay. Okay, we just finished watching the movie, mm-hmm. Flight of the Navigator. Yep. Okay, <laughs> what did you think of it? I, I liked um, how there was like this time machine mixed with Jet. Yeah. It's kind of sad at first because the kid was like traveled back eight years back. Forward. And, uh, sad. Uh, eight years forward. Yeah, eight years forward. And um, at the end, I liked when the little creature popped out and then, and then was like looking at the fireworks. Yeah, it was a happy moment for him. Yeah, and when the song was going, I liked when he was doing that. The, the little creature was dancing around yeah. and stuff? Yeah, yeah. What about, uh, so you went from, like, the beginning to the end, or what about all the in-between stuff? Oh, uh, um, I liked how he, there's, there like, weird calling coming in the middle. Calling. Like, weird. like when he was hearing stuff. Oh, before he made yeah. it to the ship? Yep. And then when he did it, I liked how Max, Max was, um, when he, tur- he, he, add, when he turned to a, the funny one yep. instead of right. the After he one. scanned his brain, he got funnier, right? Yes. He wasn't so serious anymore? Yeah. He really enjoyed that. Yeah. What about the robot? You like the robot? What robot? <laughs> oh, Ralph. I, I love Ralph. Ralph because he's like, he's a male person, and the... He got inside Ralph, and he was going. That's how he snuck out. I know. So yeah. funny. It was so funny. You laughed a lot. You thought it was really funny. Yeah. What do you think mostly of the movie? Do you think it was more funny or more? Because at one point you said, "What did you say? It was scary." But well, it was scary for at first. Sca- yeah. What were your words? You said it was kind of cool but kind of scary. Yeah. So that was like it's all the stuff. Funny. But Before cool, it got real funny. Scary. Right? Yeah. So before it got real funny, it was right. a little bit scary. You weren't yes. sure what was going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Henry, if you had done the boy, what would you do differently? Um, I wouldn't go in time. Would go back in time? Yeah, it would be too dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Would you have stayed with the, the future family? Yes. Yeah? Wait, no, you I would like to stay with Max instead. Yeah, okay, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because you, you make good friends. It's like you made a new friend, right? And you had to think about her friends. Yeah, but I, I can still bring that other one, little one, still with me. Yeah, that's right. You kept a little piece of it. All right, cool. Um, so what would you say overall? Like, what was? How many stars? Yeah, we'll say stars. <laughs> how many? How many? A five is the best. Five. You, you thought it was great. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Okay, cool. Oh, just tell tell everyone what you said at the very end there. You can't wait for. 
I can't wait for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Henry. That was really cool. Uh, thanks for your honesty, and we're, we'll wait for the sequel with you. It's only been 30 years. <laughs> that cracks me up. It's like 28 years later. Who knows? They may, they may reboot it at some point. Yeah. It's, got enough, uh, it's got enough nostalgia factor that why not, right? And they could even get Pee Wee Herman to come back and do the voice again because sure. he's making a comeback too. Um, so, Henry really enjoyed it? Yeah, he did. <laughs> I, I guess I'll, I'll just start off because follow him up. I had thought I'd seen this movie back way back when, and turns out I hadn't. Um, <laughs> as I was watching the beginning scenes, I'm like, I don't remember any of this. And I turned to my wife and I said, I don't think I've seen this. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting because most of the ones we've done so far have been beloved you know, by one or all of us. So I was going in kind of with a new perspective for, for as far as I was concerned. I... Um, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it with my kids. There was funny stuff. There was really, it, it was pretty well made. I don't know if it's, you know, if it's in its genre, I guess you compare it to like E.T. and, you know, the stuff we've done. So um, it wasn't quite there, but I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, but it was, the only thing that struck me was it was really 80s. Oh, my God. Really yeah. 80s. The music? Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, I got notes wow. on that. Uh, this is especially... a must-have soundtrack. Oh, yes. my God. Get, all right, great segue. Because not... <laughs> it starts off, there's um, a, a little clip. I don't know if anyone noticed it, but it was bugging me because I'm like a music guy. And it was Count on Me by Jefferson Starship. It was playing in the wagon um, as the kid. Count on Me. Count on me. Oh, yeah. really? Uh, Jefferson yeah. Starship. Yeah. Before I'm not going to say it because I will Before they were Jefferson Airplane. Uh, oh. oh. Before they were Starship. So, yeah. So that, now you, you, you'll hear it and, and, and know. But it was bugging me. I'm like, what is that song? I thought it was Fleetwood Mac. I was like... So would you use, like, Siri or whatever to... Uh, Shazam. Shazam? No, no. I just... I, it wasn't long enough to do a Shazam on it. Oh. So I had to um, just look it up. I'm like, count on me, count on me. So I went to a <laughs> ton of lyrics and... Finally, I found it on YouTube, and I was like, that's awesome. the one. And then right after that, they played Grease. Yeah, that Grease one we heard, my, uh, my yeah. wife flipped out. She's like, nice. Of course. Yeah. Um, I might as well mention it now, but the director of this movie directed Grease. Oh. oh okay. So that was a nice little tidbit that I found on there. That's cool. Interesting. That's cool. Really and also, when the kid, he, um, you know, he, he was from 1978, and yep. he was, when they first got him in that room, and he was like, um, where's Starsky and Hutch? Right. The director also directed Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> the show? The show. Oh, oh wow. wow. started with, with TV. So, oh, uh, so this guy's like double yeah. dipping all yeah, the Right, right. <laughs> and then Plugging his own to, stuff. Seriously, it was his own was, stuff. He's like the last person early. to, to uh, trick Disney into stuff. <laughs> I guess, I yeah, that was the, the, the scene that the, the music scene that I noticed the 80s, like I was watching it, my son and my wife and I were watching it. And it's when he's inside of the robot. Oh my god! And it's like I'm like so oh my god! Missed. That was so misplaced. <laughs> yeah. That music was like totally out of place. It's super 80s actiony, but the kid's just sitting there, and it's a close up of his face. Yeah. And then they show this robot moving really slowly down a tarmac, <laughs> yeah. and then they cut back to him sitting in it. <laughs> Boring filler, but they had to do it. It was, oh, and there was um. I, there was a scene that reminded me of Rocky Three, 
the when the No Easy Way Out. You remember that yeah. song when yeah. he's in the car? Because that's what you do when you're upset in the '80s. You get in your car and you drive and listen to music and flash back to your entire life. <laughs> right. Well, that the kid was in the ship and there was music like that playing. I'm like, this is like totally a Rocky's four. A Rocky yeah. three rip off here because it's like he's flashing back to all the things that happened to him and the people that helped. It was, I loved it. Was, it. I just it loved was, it. It was such a throwback. It's very eighties. I have to say that I think they nailed the seventies. Like during the nineteen seventy eight, I think they nailed like oh all yeah the, the hairstyle. Oh the, the, yeah. the, the station frisbee. wagon. Oh right. dog dog that was odd, right? Except that for was... the soundtrack you were playing because that was eighties. <laughs> that was supposed to be seventy. But then the kid but... likes Beach Boys. Like, the yeah. Beach Boys are dead in the 70s. Well, yeah. not dead, but like they, the 60s. They weren't in the 80s, 60s. though. They were surging in the 80s, and that's probably why they were using oh, But I right, thought right. the point was that he didn't get the music of the 80s, so he was listening to music right. he liked, which was from right. the 60s. Which it didn't fit. There's no 70s music in there. Like, where was the, I don't know. Right. I got a question for the music guy here. What? What? Band was on MTV. Was that? Oh, fake? I did look that up. It was. It was. Um, it's a real band, but I'd never heard of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I never. I can heard go of on them. IMDb real quick and find it, but it's like purely for the movie. Like that okay. band existed only for that. All right, all right. Weird artsy. The video, video. is on YouTube, actually. Is it the full video? Yeah, it's like Skull Mange or something. So it's a real band. And yeah, 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 they're yeah. a real band. Yeah, but they just nobody but knows. They, who they they were, yeah, no one. That was their big break. Yeah, they <laughs> never got them anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean we're in a Disney movie? We're gonna be huge. Oingo, boingo, so. Oh my God, Oingo Boingo. <laughs> yeah. Where are oh they? My God. <laughs> but I love the where's Oingo Boingo. No, I know where they are. Oh, just like where were they in this movie? I love the whole lot of seatbelts. Like no seatbelts in the station wagon facing the other direction. Oh yeah, just hanging out the back. Just be like getting dropped off at your friend. House, go, be go, walking through the yeah. woods go to find your brother. We totally did that. He's eight years old. Yeah, the brother's like jumps out of the woods like boo. Yeah, and it's like what are you doing out here? Right, it's pitch black in the middle of the night. <laughs> I love that. And then, like, oh, can I? Can we play it? Why well, I forget the kid's name? Our friend's house. Yeah, just stay away from the yeah, fireworks. They, just drop them. <laughs> they don't even check in with the parents. They just drop them. She's so running around great. in a wooded area. Yeah, <laughs> things on fire. That was great. Sure. Yeah. That's <laughs> what exactly what it was. So, what did Luke and Alex think? Uh, Luke, Luke loved it. Alex, they both stayed for the entire movie, which was great. I knew Luke would, but um, it was my first time seeing it. But I kind of knew Luke was gonna. Stay for the whole thing. Alex really liked um, the little creatures in yep. the ship. He, he liked. Um, he actually liked the dog frisbee. Go figure. Right <laughs> at the beginning. Oh yeah, Logan loved the dog frisbee. Yeah. Laughing and laughing. And he didn't get dogs. it. He's like, dogs can do that. He didn't know. That <laughs> Dude, can that we? Can we just came on? I was like, did I get the right movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's like totally. Thrilled. Can we just talk about the number of dog dongs we had to see during that scene? <laughs> I didn't notice dog. Didn't there know. was a lot that. of dog dongs. I'm worried about you. Explicit yeah, dog dongs. Close ups of them jumping towards I'm the camera. See, I noticed. Like, I'm like, they're obviously showing dogs that aren't frisbee catchers. Because I saw the ones going up. I'm like, all right, these are the ones you see catching frisbee. Then they showed, like, heavy, like, kind of fat golden retrievers. I'm like, they're not <laughs> catching frisbees. They just asked the cast to bring yeah. the dogs in. They're like, we need more cute dogs. We can't have the same three dogs <laughs> catching frisbees. Yeah, these dongs all have to be well manicured. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what's with you. Enough I did dongs. dogs. You have to dog dogs. All right, watch the movie and then tell, us, tell me whether I'm wrong. I'm it now. No, I mean, yeah, I'm not watching. I'm skip. talking to our listeners now. If you have any problem with dog dongs, please skip the yep, first Skip the first 15 minutes, minutes of the movie. Because it seemed like it was 15 minutes of shots of dogs <laughs> catching frisbees in slow motion. Yes, yeah, that's the role of the credits, very 80s. Yeah, totally. But Luke really liked, um, he didn't understand the whole time travel thing, and he was really worried about the kid. 
Well, he was worried it, about the kid. I mean, He's like, until that, you see the ship, you're like, is this invasion of the body snatchers? Because he, he goes to his old house and you're yeah. like, mm. you know, what's the matter, son? Yeah. What's the matter, son? Yeah. What's wrong? I, I, the I kid, thought they the were robots. Oh, yeah. Where is this going? I wasn't sure. Yeah, I thought that he was nervous about it, but he loved it. He loved it. He, yeah. he really, really liked the movie. Um, Alex liked it, but he was kind of, you know, in and out of it. But he stayed right there, watched the whole thing. It cool. was, uh, yeah, they liked it a lot. Awesome. Jay. Yeah, me and Hunter watched it, um, and uh, I was very excited to watch this movie with him. This is one of my favorite movies. For a few years, this was my favorite movie as a kid. Um, I was really excited to watch it. And he loved it, which was really cool. I was, like, vindicating. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we watched it twice. We watched it, um, I think, Friday night. We watched it Friday night and then woke up and watched it again Saturday night. He loved it. Um, there are a lot of parts that I distinctly remember from being a kid. Uh, one of them is I remember him going into the NASA room and all the toys everywhere. Uh, yes. It wasn't oh, a God, big deal, yeah. right? It wasn't made a big deal in this movie. But when I was a kid, I thought I, I was waiting for that scene to come because I thought it was going to be so awesome. Like, there's just a million toys everywhere. But <laughs> there were like two or three toys on the bed. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Generation one Transformers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember that's right. that being like a huge deal uh, for me. And then um, he also loved um, the animal, the, the like extraterrestrials on mm. the, on the uh, ship. When he meets those, uh, one of them, when that when it bit hit the hat off the kid, it scared the crap out of him. It was funny. That was pretty funny. Yeah, it yeah. ate the hat. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> it was like there was a creepy, creepy like don't let it bite you. It will never let go. Dude, right. the, like, the eye. I remember the eyeball. Yeah, the eye that only can say eye. Yeah, <laughs> they were laughing like crazy with that. Yep. Yeah, the one that bite that bit the hat. That monster was scary to me as a kid. Like I, I remember yeah, yeah. him yeah, being scary. Eyes. Yeah. And then, um, you know what he really liked? It, and it, it was kind of cool. He really liked the um, how he steered the ship with his hands, how he had the two yeah. things. And uh, it was cool because he was sitting on my lap. We were, Our couch is, I hate the way our couch is, but you end up having to look <coughs> sideways to the TV. So I'm sitting, I'm like sitting on the couch with my legs across the couch and he's sitting in my lap. And then um, after a little while, he's using my knees <laughs> as oh, cool. like, the ship oh, thing. That's awesome. He's steering really cool. the ship around. It was a really cool moment. It was a cool movie. We had a, we had a blast with it, and he really liked it. Uh, we might buy it actually. Five oh. bucks on Amazon. Nice. Oh, I figured cool. three ninety nine to rent it, or two ninety nine, two more dollars with Amazon Prime. Yeah, good move. Five dollars even. That's, that's all I paid for yeah, it. Yeah, maybe so. I'll get it. I'll grab it for Christmas. Totally Christmas worth it. Present. Totally Very worth good. it. Yeah. Um, Chris, you didn't, did you watch it with your four month old? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. And I tried to watch it with my wife, but she fell asleep and bailed on me. So Aww. it was just me reliving my childhood memories because. Truth's coming out. I must have seen this movie without exaggerating ten times when wow. I was a kid. My we had a bootleg copy of it on VHS, and I wore out that copy. <laughs> so it must have been the perfect age at the time when this movie came out, and I watched it over and over and over again. And I and I probably haven't seen it since the last time I watched that old VHS copy. So it was great to watch it again. Um, and by the way, the music video we were talking about, I have it here. It's "Lose Your Love." By Blanc Mange, if I'm it. saying that right. Blanc oh, Blanc Mange. Very yeah. nice. Monty so very yeah. art. Yeah. What would that so, be called? Art. I don't even know. Crap. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> crap, pretty much. But yeah. it's hilarious. You watch the whole video. They're One just staring crap. at the camera and breaking things. That's <laughs> what 80s videos, though. That was the way yeah, they were. It was a good de- depiction. Well, they were like punk, right? I guess. Were they I like don't know. 80s? No, they were like very new wave. All the yeah, lines wave, were blurred in the 80s. They yeah. were all blurred. Flock of Seagulls, Kaja Gugu. 
Is yeah, that punk? That's all, no, that's I don't even know. New wave. New wave. Yeah, new wave. New, new wave. wave. He's a music master. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So watching it again with my adult eyes from when I was a kid. Now this this movie, one of the biggest things about it, it was one of the earliest <laughs> examples of C- CGI in a movie. Um, Next to Last Starfighter, I think. Yeah, Last yeah. Starfighter. Um, the other one was Young Sherlock Holmes. Oh yeah, used an early example of it with the animated um, stained glass. And and then there was this, and I remember watching oh, yeah. it as a kid, rewinding it over and over again because I could not figure out how the heck they did that with the ship when it would morph, <laughs> because I was kind of aware of how they, at such a young age, knowing how they did things in movies, and I could not figure it out because it looked so darn good for the, for the time. That's 1986 computer graphic effects, and it, it was very well done, and. Um, so that was something that stood out at me. The stairs were pretty impressive. Yeah, it, it could, but it made yeah. a weird like sound yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. when it would morph. That was a little bit different. And to your point, it, it was it, that did stand up. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the inside movie, of the ship was that was like awesome. oh, that was incredible. The reflective inside. I wanted yeah. to go inside that ship yeah. so bad. I think it. Yeah, I think it holds. The way up. the the eye moved around too. Yeah, it was right yeah. through the grid yeah. around yeah. the edges. Yeah. yeah, I was very impressed with that. All that was very well done. Yeah, I'm painting my son's room metallic reflective. Right, you have to make it into a giant max ship <laughs> yeah i agree i think i think it was uh it had it had a lot of those 80s tropes in it which i you know i you know the evil the, again the government is evil just like when we were talking about uh, ghostbusters where the epa guy was evil and the et evil at that yeah time. well they weren't exactly no, evil they, they were but kind yeah, of like bumbling the EPA guy like yeah. Ghostbusters. like hesman was He's kind of the bad guy for. I mean, they were chasing. He's the heavy, he, but he's not trying to hurt the kid. He just wants to keep him around, but, right? But you know, that's enough because the little boy's was, goal is to get home, and they're like, "You can't go home until we." But say. he was separating him from his family. Yeah, so and it, but yeah, again, like that whole idea. But then when the ship is about to take off, all the guys with guns come and train their yep. guns on the ship. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. so the kids <laughs> right. in the ship. It's like, uh where's Steven Spielberg to Photoshop all that stuff out? Yeah. You know, and digitally remove all the guns and turn them into walkie-talkies or something. Um, my son loved like the beginning, loved the dog scene. He was cracking up with the dogs, jumping in and trying to catch the, the frisbees. He got scared when the ship was calling to um, what's the boy's creepy. name? Yeah, that's David. what David was saying. Was calling to David. He was he got, he said scary, and he went yeah. and sat on my wife's lap. But then when he when he was flying around the ship, he's like, "Daddy, the spaceship! Look at the spaceship!" He dug it. He hung around the whole movie too. So, That's good. Yeah. I mean, if your kid is three or four years old, they might actually get a little something out of it. He liked it. He started calling the ship Max, like he knew what the, who the ship was and everything, and he, he, he was into it. I'm sorry, Chris. Did you? Still- oh yeah, a couple other inappropriate things that I picked up on that they oh, wouldn't put in the few, movie yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the guns for sure. And- yeah, the um, the guns. And you guys mentioned the no seat belts in the in the car, yeah. and him hanging out the back door of the station wagon. Right, right. Um, getting dropped off at the at some random people's house. Yeah, I go ahead, go play. Um, <laughs> they use the R word uh, as an insult. You yeah, can just which say it. is We've, a huge no no these days. I, the retarded I, thing. I've taken it out of our vocabulary, basically. I don't, yeah, I don't, a lot right. of people have, and they would never put I don't that chastise in these days. did use it, but yep. he Especially doesn't know Disney. it. Yeah, well, but it yeah. was the 80s. I mean, that was the 80s. Penis breath in, in, in each Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, there yep. was one S-bomb. But, I thought uh, there was yep. two, but yeah. Oh, yeah, that I was definitely picked up there. on one. Um, David says, I have a gun when he's looking for Jeff. Right. I got a gun that could strike it out. I got a gun. Back, I got a gun. Oh, boy. That Hesman says, because I forgot, it was a Faraday. He yeah. says something when he needs to get into the room, like, 
it's either a goddamn or yeah. something. Open the goddamn door or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, there was a, a um, fat insult to the gas station owner. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought it was a little cruel. <laughs> right. Unnecessary. How about the, uh, the racial stereotype in Japan? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So they all pull a bunch of cameras out and take a picture of it. in front of a green screen. <laughs> yeah, that was Tokyo, a poor Tokyo. green screen effect. Yeah, so find bad. every Asian person that we can, put them in front of a green screen, and have them take pictures. <laughs> oh. really, that was really blatantly yeah. racist there. Poorly bad. done. Very, very bad. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, it's funny. When, when the adults swear or say those things, I, I don't necessarily mind, especially with my older son, because he, he's been noticing that, that adults say things like that every once in a while offhand. So it's kind of, as long as the kids don't, when the kids say them, I'm like, all right, that's, I don't really want to see that in a movie. But, right. but when the adults say them, especially more likely to mimic the kid. The kid. Saying it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got you. I, um, should we bring up the whole Paul Rubens, Paul Mall thing? I, I, I feel like, um, yeah, and, I don't know why you went by uh, Everybody Paul kind of reacts. question about that. <laughs> was this, I wonder if it's, was this previous or prior to um, Pee Wee's Playhouse, it had to be right. It's a good I think question. It was around I tried to just look that up. Time, I think Pee Wee's Playhouse was already kind of going. Pee Wee's Playhouse was an adventure show, might have been out, for a, but not Playhouse. Uh, yeah. Playhouse that, was an adult show before it was. Uh, yeah, well, right. it was a stage produ- stage right. show. Right. I think he was found probably during that time. Lawrence Fishburne was in the original stage yeah, and sure. the original the film version of it. And uh, what's his name? Um, SNL. Was oh, uh, uh, Captain Carl? Yep. Oh, uh, Phil Hartman. Yeah. was in it. Yeah, but it was like a group of of improv actors, comedy troupe. Yeah, yeah. comedy yeah. troupe that did and it. And it was a great. But I, I, I felt like it was. I, it it kind of bothered me when he turned into his, uh, into his Pee Wee voice. But yeah, see, that's a that's probably why they hired him though. They wanted that right. That fun. Why would that yeah. come out of David's head? <clears throat> you know. <laughs> well, he, made, he became more kitty kiddish. Yeah, uh, it was goofy, but the. Is that your question? Enjoyment, sort of. He loved it. He just when the when it got all animated and, and laughing and, and all that stuff. Yeah, he loved it, and he doesn't right. know Pee Wee. Okay, like he doesn't know that whole thing. This was all fresh for him. The whole voice. Yeah. Well, so there, there you go. There's your answer. It that's appeals good. to the kids. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it did. I was. I found it a little annoying because it was. I kept thinking of Pee Wee Herman, but right. I can see. But I can yeah, see so that. he had no frame of reference. Yeah. He had no Pee Wee Herman. Nothing to, to compare it to. Well, John Eric, when you were a kid, you were you were right at the right age when you saw it. We said the rest of us were probably in our teens. Yep. But you were right at the right age. Do you remember when that changeover in the voice when when you were watching it as a kid? That's all I remember is is the Pee Wee voice. Okay. I didn't remember the, the regular voice. Did you in know fact, what it started? Yeah, I knew it was Pee Wee too. So yeah. it must have been out. He must have been out. Um, I, I, yeah, but 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 I didn't necessarily watch it when it right when it came out, right? I mean, right. this was back in the days of going to the video store, yeah, and getting movie, and I used to rent this movie. Yeah, that could have been two years later. So yeah, it very well could have been years later. Hmm. Um, but I definitely knew Pee Wee. Yeah, I, I I completely forgot the normal voice when he started talking. I was like, that's not the right voice. <laughs> it took <laughs> oh, a wow. while until yeah, until he he switched over. I like uh, both voices, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, they're I both him. But, I was like, that can't be yeah. him. And then when he started laughing, it was. I'm like, there you know, it I, is. I studied the, the pre-voice more, and but it, it's him. Because you can tell by the way he he talks. I, I can't mimic it, but... Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's the way he... When he's in Pee-wee you know, teaching mode, when he had like the, the moral or whatever, um, it was him. You could just tell. Um, right. But, yeah, he... I, so, Chris, you had a question before we... Well, yeah, I guess I'm looking way too into it for a, for a kid's movie, but 
you know, he says, I only know what's in your, your brain. And uh, so he's supposed to know only everything David knows at, at that point. But he doesn't already know what music he likes. And he's kind of going through the radio trying, like, what is this? Oh, it is music. Oh, I want to hear more yeah. music. He should already know all that. Mm-hmm. If he, he only knows his study? brain. <laughs> yeah. And he took on this 80s character <clears throat> persona once he scanned his his brain so how did he get that out of david's head who has a 1978 brain and and i don't, I don't know like i guess i'm looking too far into it the kids love it i loved it when i was a kid but now as an adult hey foul you know wait a minute there was yeah, a yeah. reference when they went to the golden gate bridge um i had this in my notes that my son he laughed his butt off Whoops. <laughs> 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 um when they go to the golden bridge golden gate bridge and he says rice rooney the same right country that that they don't use that anymore. Yeah, they don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he laughed, but he didn't get it. I'm like, okay, he, but he laughed anyway, just because of the voice. Did you guys catch the ET reference? I was just gonna yes. ask, gonna oh, ask if anybody's oh, yeah, yeah. kids caught that reference. No, the kids didn't. I, the I, phone I, home. The phone home. Yeah. There's one question before we wrap up. There's one question from someone on Facebook. Uh, uh, Par- Parnell. Parnell. Yeah, yes. Asked um, what? Why was the time travel to make his age different necessary? So why did they have to? Slip him forward eight years in time. The only, the only thing that popped in my head was that it made the decision to go back harder because he had to choose to stay with the new family or take that risk, yeah, and go back to get his, go back. Yeah, he had to have yeah, some it drama. Like a at the sudden end, right? decision, you know? like there was, it didn't drive why he felt he needed to do that. He's just like, nah, I don't want to stay with this yeah. family. It was kind yeah, of, yeah. This this is debated. But also, there didn't would be no that. movie. Yeah, never right. would have noticed that he yeah. was gone. This this is <laughs> this is heavily debated because whenever you have time travel in a film, uh, always yeah. you have to talk what about rules yeah. Like now he created an alternate timeline because in order for him to go back in time, he has to have gone forward in time, which he no longer has done because he's gone back in time, right? So right. when he in eight years, is there going to be two versions of him? One that has to get in the ship and then choose to go back, but they can't because that version of him was gone for eight years. But this version, he but didn't right. create a paradox. The exact amount of uh, exact point in time. So yeah, wouldn't? yeah, but like in order for him to go back in time, he has to have gone forward in time in the ship and made the decision to go back because right. he says goodbye to his family, who then he's reunited with and presumably lives the next eight years like normal, yes. and he'll grow up with his brother. And, and a weird in eight years, the ship won't show up, this is and the, the kid won't kind of show up out of nowhere after being gone for it. It's 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 impossible to rectify it. It's, it creates what's called a paradox. It's a time time loop. Unlike like the first Terminator, which works out like it's all des- predestined. No matter what they do, the future is set. You can't change it until Terminator Two when they decided they could change the future. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's kind of like you choose one or, one or two. It's, yeah, it gets kind of... With a kid's movie, the plot. yeah, you don't want to get too deep into analyzing it, but people do. This movie's got enough of a cult following that you can find tons yeah. of articles online, yeah. people yeah. trying to analyze it and creating different timelines and stuff. Well, according so to Max, we only use 10% of our brain, so maybe we okay. just don't have Which that Which isn't knowledge. actually true. We need to let star chart room. <laughs> That's not true, <laughs> right. actually. Yeah, we you use all your brain. You just you don't actively use 10%. The other 90% is doing things like keeping your heart beating and... Keeping your blood flowing and keeping your gallbladder galling and your kidneys kidneying and stuff. So your brain is actually 100% working. It's just you only think with 10% of it. How do you know that? Because there was a podcast I listened to very recently actually addressed that question. Was it a good job? How do they know that? I don't know. They I thought you were just an mind. English teacher. You I, are I know lots brilliant. of things. Because you can I have a true. master's degree in everything. <laughs> no, they, they've done that. <laughs> Turn off different parts. Um, but I think you the answer is question. Bring it, it'll activate in my opinion, cool. I think it created that additional conflict. 
Yeah. And it creates the fish out of water sequence where the kid is trying to, which I don't think eight years would matter to a 12 year old. It's like, oh my God, look at all the cool stuff I can have yeah. now. Like, oh. instead, he was like, I want to go back to the 70s for some odd reason. I don't know. Oh, his yeah. friends would have been there. Yeah, I guess. Um, right. And Sarah Jessica Parker as a little girl. Anyone think that that little blonde girl was yeah, her? I thought she that roughly that totally age, right? Gonna be that. She would have been about twenty right. if she was the same age as him, age. right? Yep. That was a different name. Could have been. That was Jennifer Bradley. I, I don't care. I want to think. <laughs> I want to believe that it's her. Yeah, because she's okay. you're cute. But you're wrong. She's thinking if only you had aged properly, we could have been a couple. <laughs> but I think that's why. I don't know if you guys have a different idea. It just creates an additional. Well, he kind of said it, didn't he? he said it, he said, yeah, "I'm going to be a." Experiment if I stay here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's oh, yeah. that's why he went back. That's the real reason. Yeah. yeah. And his family would have been tortured without him and being pulled away. And, you know, then Although they never. the original timeline where he never comes back, they're kind of like <laughs> lost yeah. their kid. Yeah. yeah. Came back for a few days and now he's gone. Now he's again. gone forever. And do they, they cease to exist now in Back to the Future rules or do they just continue? Yeah, the they'll fade away like Biff Cannon. Timeline. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, we'll never find out because there's no sequel, unfortunately, for Henry. Um, <laughs> I know, really. But uh, this is pa- there's a lot of similarities to this, simple similarities to this, I should say, with, with Interstellar. That idea of traveling faster than the speed of light and time being relative to the your, distance. Yeah, distance and gravitational pull yes. and all that stuff. Um, there's a lot of time slippage in that film as well. I don't well, want to spoil at the speed it, of but light. and where you know it's it gets kind of crazy with how far in the future and how how much time passes for. The people back on Earth versus right. Matthew McConaughey and you know the crew and everything. So is he still cool when he comes? Oh, back? Oh, he's super cool. That guy we're going. Really we're cool. going to take a slingshot around that. All right, all right, all right, all right. We're gonna we're gonna we have a slingshot around that that black hole and right. it'll propel us right down there right. through no, and get you to the planet you need to go to. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's see, Hawking Oldsmobile. My daughter keeps aging. I stay the same age. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> Jim Carrey rolling the booger. <laughs> I've been rolling this booger for five miles. <laughs> I fly a spaceship before I was paid to fly a spaceship. <laughs> Um, any last words before I, let's just get the star ratings. Um, I'm going to go, it's a great going back in time personally in terms of like figuratively speaking, seeing a film from the eighties that was just so eighties. Um, but I didn't, I can't say I loved it. I, I I guess it didn't live up to the 30 years of hype (laughs) that I've I've heard, but I did like it a lot. And my son really stuck around for it. I'm going to go three and a half on this one. And I think my son would probably go four on this one because he, he liked it I think a lot more than I did so it's good for yeah. me not great but good a lot of fun worth watching yeah I mean I think that's the the, the big thing is I definitely recommend watching it with your kids it, it's good for me same thing I, I, I don't have a, I don't even have the um, nostalgic remembrance of it because it turns out I didn't see it <laughs> um, but I did enjoy watching it um, had I watched it alone, I may not have enjoyed it as much as with my kids, if that makes any sense. But I did enjoy it. So I, I agree with you on the three and a half for me. And Henry Ari's yeah, he gave, gave it, five. it five. So, uh, yeah. Bonds. Uh, just like you off, I hadn't seen it. I, yeah. I wish I had. Um, I thought I did, though. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think I'd give it a three and a half for myself, just like you did. And um, four and a half for, for my older son, who's eight. My younger son, probably three and a half. He probably, if he was watching alone, I don't think he would have stuck around. But we had popcorn, and oh. he was sitting on my wife's lap. Nice. And it was, it was, it was nice and comedy. comfy. Corn. Yeah. 
And that's what it's all about, right? Washington right. as a family. Yeah. But it was, uh, I was happy to see it. It was really a nice thing to see. I probably wouldn't have finished watching it if, if it weren't with my whole family. So, uh, cool. So yeah. Gee. Cool. So for me, I know this isn't one of the best movies out there or anything. It's, it's a good movie. But it was definitely a five experience for me. I mean, this was perfect. It hit everything. You know, it, it hit the old nostalgia for me. I got to share it with my son. He loved it. We had a great time. Um, it was just awesome. That's why I'm doing this. Was this this movie was the, the reason I wanted to do this podcast. It was just really cool. <laughs> great, so, awesome. awesome. That's huge for you, so Jay. Five stars. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> yeah, what, you never give five. Yeah, yeah, yeah he almost never does. So I'm glad that you loved it, and I'm glad your son loved it. Chris, what do you got? So my 11-year-old self would definitely give this a five. <laughs> it's about, about the same age as David, and I wanted nothing more than to pilot that ship and grab Absolutely. those controls and sail around. That's grab all I Jay's wanted to do. knees and fly yeah. the ship around. Um, <laughs> you want to sit no. on his lap and do it now? Uh, yes, I would. I think he'd let you. We, maybe we, after. He's tired enough. I think we can get away with maybe. it. I'm glad there's no video with this podcast because you would see exactly what's going on behind the mics. Um, but uh, my uh, adult self, you know, if I you know, look too far into it like I did, you know, I'll knock it down to like a four or 4.5. I still loved it. I was so glad to have the opportunity to watch it again for a good reason. And, um, I actually found the a copy of the DVD really cheap and I'm going to keep it. It's going to go on the shelf and I might bust it out again with my daughter when she's old enough to watch it. Cool. All right, so that wraps up episode 10 of the LXP podcast. So make sure you follow us on Twitter at LXPOnline, twitter.com. Um, follow us on Facebook, the League of Extra Nerdy Parents on Facebook. Follow us, like us, post on our Facebook page, visit our website, LXPOnline.com. Uh, Email us at OnlineLXP at gmail.com. Our next movie is going to be Christmassy because we're heading into Christmas. We're going to talk all sorts of Christmas stuff the next time. Um, but the next movie is going to be my personally, once again, one of my favorite films. Uh, it's A Christmas Story with Ralphie Ooh, and his, and his no, BB gun. No, shoot your eye out. You'll shoot your eye out. It's, nice. uh, if you haven't seen this movie, you don't have TNT because it runs 24 <laughs> hours on TNT. Yeah. But we're going to watch it with the kids and see what they think because we know we love this film and we're going to see what our, our little ones think. Um, so until next time, uh, this is G-Man signing off. Signing off. This is Hoff. Uh, this is Fonz. This is J.E. Thanks for listening to this inferior podcast <laughs> <laughs> with your superior mind. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that's my line. This is Chris, and thank you guys very much for having me on today. I really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Good and, having uh, you. Yeah, thank thanks you. for coming on today. Thank you. Thank and you uh, all later. Yes, yes. So listen to our podcast and give us compliance. Thank you, and have a great night. See you. Good night, everyone.